Welcome to Getting Ready for Sunday, a podcast of First Lutheran Church. Each week, I introduce the readings for the upcoming Sunday with some notes and explanation so you can be ready for worship when you arrive. I look at the Old Testament, Psalm, Epistle, and Gospel reading for the upcoming Sunday and offer a few notes and explanation. The Psalm for Sunday, January 14th is Psalm 139, verses 1 through 10. O Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in, behind and before. You lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. Here ends the reading. The psalm begins with the sure knowledge that God knows us, and is with us in all things. O Lord, you have searched me and know me. When You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. So God knows us, not just uh, by looking down upon us from up in heaven, but he actually understands our thoughts and our feelings and our paths. Uh, and that continues. You search out my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. God knows everything that we do. He is with us in all things. It continues, Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. So God doesn't just know, like, watching what we do. He knows what we will do. So even before we speak, God knows what we will say. Even before we wake up, God knows what we will do. God knows all things, the future, the past, and everything in between. And he is there with us in all of it. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Now, you you might wonder, what? wait, you hem me in? Uh, Is that like a fence? Is he blocking? I think what is going on here is it's saying that God hems the the person onto the right path. Um, It's a little bit like bumpers in bumper bowling. Right? When you go to a bowling alley and you've got a real young kid who's not very good at it, they'll bring the bumpers in and then they bowl the ball and it bounces back and forth, but it doesn't go in the gutter and it, it's going to hit something, right? When God hems in David, it means he's keeping him on the right path. He's keeping him from falling off the path from one side to the other and it's part of God's good and mighty power. Now, this can feel pretty bad when you really want to run off the path and jump into sin and do some terrible things. But in the end, it's pretty good because God's power to hem us in through his law, through his word, through through his the actions that he does in the world, they help us because we want to be on the right path. We want to be heading towards God's salvation. We don't want to run off into shit, into great sin and despair and vice and all of those things that would would lead us away from God. We want him to hem us in. 
And so he goes, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. The idea of God's presence and his constant care for us is so amazing. It's just, uh, it's hard to understand because we look at a material world and we see people all around us. We don't see God. It's not like he comes down and he's, he's like there's this flash of fire and he says, don't take this job. It's all in human things, all through vocation, all through, through life and experience and learning and lessons and the word of God that's spoken through people. And so it's an amazing thing what God does, how he guides us and cares for us behind the scenes. And the next move is really interesting. He goes, Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Now, this passage for a Christian is just a wonderful and amazing promise, right? Can Can I get out of God's grasp? is the question. If I'm up in heaven, God's there. If I'm in the grave, God is there. If I'm, if I'm out in the morning, rising with the sun, God is there. If I'm down in the bottom of the ocean, God is there. We cannot be alone. How amazing is it that it's even true when we are down in Sheol, is that God loved us so much that Jesus Christ entered into the grave with us, into Sheol with us, so that he could be there with us. But this isn't just joyful, because if you are not in a great relationship with God, where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I free from the presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I go into my bed in Sheol, you're there too. If I'm making the wings of the morning and I dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there you are there to judge me because we can't escape God. The question is on this is, what is that presence of God for us? Is it justice and righteousness through Christ, joy and salvation? Or is it the judgment of God in his presence around us seeing what we do. The only difference is by being in Christ, following him, hearing his word, and following his path. That ends the reading for today. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye.